Today on Karina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're going to talk about rest. Take a deep breath. Join us. (laughs) (laughs) We can do this, friend. Welcome to Karina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Karina Hoyer. And I'm Kirsten Barron. And we're so excited that you've decided to join us today to talk about rest and listen to our lovely podcast. Rest. But we're in our new studio. In our brand new studio. <laughs> how many places have we recorded? Let's not even talk you about know, how many. You know, it's funny. We have this equipment that is, thank goodness, mobile. Because we've been in basements, uh, in my barn, on a ping pong table, up in the clubhouse above my shop, and now we're in another spot. It's lovely. It's it's the pretty. It might be the best yet. Yeah, I hope I hope the sounds good because I want to stay here. I like it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we are having studio number four. Studio number four, the time of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me of Dirty Dancing. You know, oh, I had the time of my life. Are you going to sing it? No. Because I I love our listeners so much, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of interesting, though. It's interesting to switch spaces. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to switch mindsets. It it kind of creates different energy. So hopefully we can keep it up. Although you're over there with your NPR voice, which I know. know I'm super relaxed because we're talking about rest, man. And I'm deep into rest. I know. Okay, so friend, what's been up with you? Well, the reason why we're in this new studio... Which is because my eldest moved home. So I have a 19 year old back in the house, sort of. He's actually shacked up in the old clubhouse. And it's good. It's really good. I missed him. I missed him. You know, he moved out when COVID started and he wanted to quarantine with his friends, which you kept reminding me was age appropriate. It is age appropriate. (laughs) It's developmentally appropriate. And, um, And now we're all fully vaccinated. And he's home. He's home with his truck that. He's really building the engine on and the motorcycle that doesn't work. Just be clear. He's home with a truck that does not have an engine. No, he's working on it. He's got a lot of stuff, though. Sweet boy. So I'm also get. it's a great exercise in figuring out how I want to act and what I want to react to. And, you know, I I ask the universe for opportunities to learn. And this is certainly one of them. I get to know, but honestly, in all honesty, the biggest thing that I am learning and practicing these days in all manner in my whole life is like, how do I want to behave? Mm-hmm. What do I have control over? I don't want to be yeah. in the world. Yeah. On the yeah. heels of that Stoics episode, philosophy mm-hmm. can change your work. Which I just love that episode. Yeah, I course. love that Stoic stuff. It's so groovy. Yeah. I'm trying to be the, I'm trying to be. And it's really been interesting. And I have a daily teacher. I have mm-hmm. a new teacher who moved in. And brought all of his shit with him. Oh, wow. His shit in his truck with no fucking engine. <laughs> Thank goodness he does the dishes, though. I mean, I mean, he does his own dishes. It's very dear. Yeah. Dishes are I, dear. I, I think dishes are super, as I always have said to my beloved, listen, there's nothing sexier than doing dishes and picking up a toilet brush, man. I know. All day long, <laughs> I just want friend. to see that on the cover of GQ. Come on. <laughs> oh, dear. So what's going on with you? You know, probably... Interestingly, I think I continue to explore my relationship with work, mm-hmm. which is probably why I'm so engaged in this podcast and love it so much, because I'm exploring how much, how quickly, how intensely, what am I willing to give away? What do I want to keep? And this episode that we're doing today on rest is really timely for me 
because I am really trying to figure out how much do I give work? Because people who know me know, like, it is a, an enormous part of my life. It's big. It's really It's big. a really big part of my life. I love it. It is satisfying in all sorts of ways. And yet, I'm still discovering and exploring my relationship to it. And it's interesting because as someone who benefited greatly from your willingness to work and donate your time and be mm-hmm. part of the community mm-hmm. and, you know, give ser- be of service... Mm-hmm. I want you to keep going full bore because I, there's a lot of we, there, a lot of people reap those rewards, but and but there is a lot of friend, satisfaction in it. Yes, and yeah. someone who loves you, I also want you to pump the brakes every once in a while. Yeah, which is why we're talking about rest. about rest. Here is the thing: <laughs> I've just I've just decided life is. I've said this before in the podcast, and I hope that I mean life is yoga. Like it's a practice. Yeah, you get up every day. And you just like see how it goes and you try again. And some days it works great and some days it doesn't. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. And and, and you do a lot better than most. Thanks, friend. That's really sweet of you. doesn't always feel that way, but thank you. <laughs> As people, it's so interesting. Somebody was complimenting me to another friend. I don't know how she does it. But And my dear friend who knows so much about me said to this other person, you don't know her very well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I just loved, I love the dear friends who tell you the truth about yourself, right? I love that. Like, oh, you don't really know her, do you? Yeah. Uh, I'll be that person. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you ready to talk about rest? I'm so ready to talk about rest because it is, as I said when we were talking, it's the yin to the yang, yeah, right, of it, work. It is. Okay, the, stop there right there. I'll stop. I cannot tell you how many people I know <laughs> who say I know what you're gonna who say. say yin and yang. And it's not yang, it's yin. So I'm just gonna say I've been doing my brain exercises. <laughs> <laughs> they test me on spelling and commonly mispronounced words. It's yin and yang, not yin yang. So anyway, yes. Rest <laughs> is the yin, I mean yin <laughs> to the work yang. Yes, it is. Like if you want to have a work life that is full of joy, meaning, and ease, which, as you know, is the whole point of this, you have to rest. You're speaking it's, to yourself right now or to our I friends who are listening? I am talking to myself <laughs> and everybody. Yeah, okay. And this is what's really interesting about rest is we think about rest as sleep. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's not just. Yes, it is sleep, but so many people go to sleep and wake up unrested. Yeah. And it's because we use all manner of energy. Rest is restorative to physical exertion. But there are so many other types of energy that we use throughout the day. That also require the same sort of restoration. Exactly. You have mental, like you put, which I feel like I'm doing constantly. Mm-hmm mental uh creative even Mm -hmm. you know we have talked about how you can only be creative for so long before you have to give your brain a break and kind of so that you can come but get back and refuel your creative energy Mm -hmm. yeah um we use sensory energy do you ever experience that where it's just like i just i almost feel like i need to close my eyes sometimes and just like stop taking oh like after after a concert like when I after I go to a concert, I can feel it in my brain and I'm just like, oh, I just need to be I'm so grateful to be quiet in my car. I feel like the uh, sensory overload, even just at a restaurant, especially post COVID. 
Oh, I'll, yeah. you know, like everything just catches your eye and it's mm-hmm. loud and there's and, and there's you know motion and movement or whatnot. Other even uh, social energy mm-hmm. is. And you talked one. about physical energy, so there's all of these kinds of energy we're using all day. For me, I typically mostly use mental and creative energy. I really do. That's my work, right? That's been most of my time. Yeah, being my mental and my creative energy all day long. And I am. What's interesting is I crave the opportunity to use physical energy, which is why you exercise. Mm-hmm. That's why I love exercise so much. And I also, frankly, use my social energy quite a bit during the day too, because I'm talking to people all day long. I don't have big sensory inputs. Yeah. So I feel like I'm good there, but think about it. Like how, what are like, what are your big energies during the day? Um, I spend a tremendous amount of time professionally mm-hmm. in that kind of, um, mental, in mental, mental, well, mental creative because you're solving problems, creative because I'm solving uh-huh. problems and, and certainly social because I'm trying to build immediately. I'm trying to build intimacy almost immediately mm-hmm. and it's incredibly difficult virtually, but I'm, I feel like I'm able to do it as a mom. There's a whole nother set of energies that I feel oh, like yeah. I use. I feel like I use all of it mm-hmm. and there's a, that whole notion of emotional labor, you know, that like it's, it's like, yes, the, the, the doctor's appointments and the schoolwork and the driver's ed and the engine. What should I the, do about this? How should I handle this? Yeah. And so, but, and, and, and I know there are a lot of people out there who are, um, service workers, right. Who are standing behind a cash register for eight hours a day or working in who the medical, taking care of people in the hospital, mm-hmm, taking yeah. care of others or yeah, I was saying working in the medical field or engaging with even public speaking mm-hmm. or interacting with your coworkers or, um, teaching, teaching. It's mm-hmm. all these, it's, it's, it's a varying degrees of all of these different kinds of energy. And so at the end of the day, we think rest means, Get in, get eight hours of sleep. Get eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. if you're lucky, mm-hmm. or you know, kind of crash out, eat something on the couch and watch TV and go to bed, right? Like yeah. rest your body. What we were really interested in focusing on. Do you love it when I start saying we instead of me? Because it's true. I've just basically combined our it's two fine. personalities. Go for it. Together, we're a whole person. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We think. We think, because now I speak for Kirsten Barron. I told you, I've been like, yeah, nobody even really knows who's who on the podcast. Sometimes our voices sound a lot alike. Yeah, they do. I'm sorry about that. So what we wanted to talk about was beyond the physical rest. How do you rejuvenate yourself Mm -hmm. if you're spending, expending so much energy on emotional or social or creative Mm -hmm. or mental energy? How do you do that? And lo and behold, people have done research. People have done research and thought about this, which is one of the things that's so great about what we do is we just go out there and we figure out, OK, we know what we think about this. What does everybody else think about this? Yeah. And and I'm going to say usually we do research and present. We have data. Right. So for this episode, we just have, I think, perspectives is a fair characterization although if you want if we need to convince our friends and listeners okay we can convince. we can yeah. we can pull some data do you yep. want to you want to you want to pull some data before we talk about okay well let's just start about this let's start with this one 70 percent of visits to the doctor are due to stress-related health issues so 70 percent of visits to the doctor are because you're stressed out can you believe that okay it just tells us how crazy we are like we've got this culture that is pretty focused on high achieving high producing get it done keep going keep going and i think we end up being pretty 
exhausted, yep. tired, yep. and burnt out. Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit more data. Are you ready for this? Go data, because I talked about 70%. You yeah, the in a recent one. study, the majority of workers have no passion for their jobs. And one of the ways we've found, and hopefully we'll get around to telling you about, is that rest can also help you find that sort of the passion for the work the spark. that you're doing. The mm-hmm. spark. Um, you cannot create a spark unless you have energy. That's right. You have to have the yin to the yang. Did I say yin? I you meant did. yin. Okay. Over half of people surveyed by whom, I'm not sure, believe their jobs to be the reason that they can't sleep at night. Okay. So we've got people who are mm-hmm. have no passion for their job and who aren't sleeping. Here's another one. They though. have no passion for their, this is, but let's just pause for a moment. No passion for their job, but still their job is causing them not to sleep. That to me is weird. <laughs> It's so true. It's so weird. Okay, check this out. Numerous studies show about that job stress is like far and away the ma- most major source of stress mm-hmm. in someone's lives. So much so that certain municipalities now actually consider things like stress-related illnesses like heart attacks to be on-the-job injuries like workers comp injuries even mm-hmm. if they don't even if they don't happen on the job mm-hmm. we read about um new york and la and some other municipalities um will actually just give people workman's comp and say it's an on the job related injury if you have a heart attack if you're like in the police force for instance because stress is so prevalent mm. and so how do you counter that stress you rest. You rest. Mm-hmm. And it's not just drinking brown liquor and sleeping. No. Which I have tried. <laughs> and, it and it is this, it is not, and I like to think of it not just as rest, and we've said this a couple of times, but as restore. Mm-hmm. How do you restore? How do you refuel? How do you renew? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how you're bringing us down. To rest. To rest. <laughs> I started listening to white noise sometimes. Can I just pause for a second and pause. say... Um, I just realized last night I no longer need noise canceling headphones and white noise to fall asleep. Oh, that's lovely. Well, and and I didn't ever need that before in my life, but during COVID at the height of Mm -hmm. all of the crazy, and I'm going to say it, the, you know, you know, politics in the U S were ramping up and around all around the elections. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sleep. I was one of those people that was suffering from insomnia and I couldn't quite figure out how to sort of balance it all mm-hmm. and i knew i needed to sleep so i was using um headphones. the white noise in the headphones yeah, yeah. i feel like i'm I, i'm back I don't which have is to do, so great i don't have to do that anymore okay so i, I know that was a, a not was that a non sequitur i liked it just because it 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 brings us all to realize that there's moments that we get in, that that our rest is interfered with for all sorts of reasons and you do have to find ways to find rest even in the midst of that interference yeah Okay. Right. Yeah. The the, one of the things that I really liked about what we read, um, the stuff that we read to get ready for this show is at base camp, they actually reduced the work week from a five day work week to a four day work week. And they found that productivity remained the same. Yeah. They added one more day of rest, a three day work, a three day weekend, four day work week. Same amount of work got done. And when I was out there looking at articles about rest, I found that over and over again. So resting does not mean that you are not productive or that you are less productive. So blast that out of your brain because it is not the truth. Yeah. In fact, uh, there's a researcher and author, Alex Sujung Kim Pang, who said rest is not 
this optional leftover activity. Work and rest mm-hmm. are actually partners, right? It's that yin yang. Mm-hmm. They are like different parts of a wave. You can't have a high without the low. The better you are at resting, the better you will be at working. And that is precisely what those folks at base camp found. So, okay, we have spent the last seven hours trying to convince you that rest <laughs> is important. <laughs> so, so now how do you do it? Because like we just said, it's not just getting a good night's sleep. That helps. Mm-hmm. I don't want to diminish mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. importance of a good night's sleep. But unless your body is in need of physical rest, eight hours of sleep is not going to rejuvenate all the other parts of your body. All the other exertions. That's right. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how you get good at rest. Yes. There is a physician and researcher and author, Sandra Dalton Smith. And she interestingly kind of divides up or categorizes the kind of energies that we use during the day and make suggestions about ways to renew and restore those different energy uses. And the first one she talks about is the one that I think is frankly the easiest, which is physical rest. You know, whether you have been sitting in your chair all day long and your body is exhausted from that position, or you have been performing physical labor, whether you're a waitress or a nurse, these are all things that physically take away from your body. Right. Right. And so what, you know, she talks about restorative practices like yoga or stretching or massage, things like that, that can really help you um, restore your physical energy. And of course, sleep is one too, obviously. Sure. Sleep is one too. Sure. So the second of the seven is really how to restore yourself from all this mental mm-hmm. exertion, right? So when you're when you when you need mental rest, your brain kind of feels like mush. She says you're irritable, forgetful. You kind of have a difficult time concentrating on work. Sure, sure. And, and things take longer. Things and and the thing that I frequently experience, which is struggling to turn my brain off. Yeah, that's that's a signal that you need to restore from the sort of mental exertion. If you truly are ex- like feeling your brain going mm-hmm. to mush, if mm-hmm. you're, you know, irritable, forgetful, things are taking longer. Sandra says schedule short breaks. Well, well, I love what you do about this, actually. You have your lunch ritual, which I just love. Yeah, I well, and honestly, this was this was born from working at home. So I am trying to be very, very conscientious about forcing a mental break, a break with no phone, mm-hmm. no conversation, no, no texting, no texting, mm-hmm. nothing. And the way I did that was I said, you get lunch when you're going to take a lunch break, Krina, and you're going to make yourself a nice meal. And if you don't have time to make a nice little thing and sit at the table, I'm talking about table, napkin, yes. glass of water, sit down, then you don't eat. And there have been a few days where I've skipped lunch for sure. Mm -hmm. But in reality, I'm motivated to create that break in my day so that... Because you're hungry. Because I'm hungry. Right. And now I schedule my day around this this expectation that I'm going to take. And it takes about a half an hour. I step away from my office, which is in my house. I go down, I make us cut a salad up or whatever, clean up the dishes, sit down and have the food and concentrate on the food. That's a mental break. Yes. And I just think, I love that you, I mean, I have been watching you do that and I think it is just great. I think it's a great, great practice. And I have to say it also, it has translated into other it translates to dinner now. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to scarf down a bowl. See, I can do TV. it with dinner. I can do that with dinner. But your lunch thing, I think, is heroic because I tend to like grab and go, which I think, as I said in the very beginning, I'm really exploring my relationship with work. Yeah. And that little mental break is giving mm-hmm. me mental rest. Yeah. And also sensory rest, which is another yes. one of these lists. Right. Like so no phone, whatever. So she, so again, Sandra's one of, you know, number three of her seven is that. Uh, we get sensory overload, bright lights, computer screens, background zoom. noise, zoom. My God. Yes, of course. But telephone and, calls. Oh, yeah. Ring, ring, ring. Going to voicemail. I mean, all of that. I would even say, are you like working in a um, group, like in an um, open office floor plan, for instance? Mm-hmm. That's got to be a lot of sensory Honestly, overload. Honestly, though, you know, you know, I said in the beginning that I don't have a lot of sensory overload during the day, but I do. I when I am tired, like I notice that the phone calls that come in, you know, while I'm talking to somebody else and the other phone calls come in or if I've forgotten to turn the sound off on my computer and it's dinging every time an email comes in, that actually is sensory overload for me. I never thought about it that way. I've always thought about sensory overload is like loud noises and a lot of commotion, but really, you know, I think I do have some. Yeah, it's sight, sound, smells. So it's all of that. Mm-hmm. I get sensory overload sometimes from ill-fitting clothes. <laughs> I'm not joking. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Or the shoes that are pinching. It's like, yeah. God damn. Okay, so how do you fix that? How do you take a rest from that? How do you rejuvenate That's from sensory That's where we started rest? in the beginning, which was the quiet. Yep, do something simple. Quiet, mm-hmm. turn that stuff off. You know, one of the things I've talked to you about recently is I'm headed out on a three-day silent retreat i know i'm gonna try it I've done it my whole life i'm gonna just turn it all off you've and not see what done happens. your whole life never never done it my entire life i'm taking a book and a journal no music no phone no text i no wonder computer. if i'll recognize you i don't know who i'll be when i get back i'll let you know <laughs> it's gonna be you crazy need a, you need a you need sensory rest mm-hmm. okay here's another also sorry the back to sensory for just one more second one of sandra's um suggestions was turn the tv off when no one is watching yeah which is a bit i i could live if i lived all by myself i would not have a tv mm-hmm. i don't i just am not a tv watcher and so that is one that is overwhelming to me my kids will tell you i walk into a room and say turn that can you turn that down yeah can you too. please turn that can you please turn that down i don't we don't watch very much tv in our house and what i really have noticed is um i stole my i stole my beloved's um, Apple Watch, yeah. which I really love. And I set up this thing that causes me to breathe. It has the breathe function. So mm. it buzzes me and it tells me to breathe. And so I shut my eyes and I breathe. And I think it's like a minute long. And I've really noticed a difference. And so I think that we can shut our eyes and just breathe for a minute. Yeah. I mean, just for a minute. You know, sometimes the guy who does headspace, I forget his name, Jeff, somebody. He says, what's Headspace? Headspace is that meditation app. Okay. Like Calm. Okay. It's a meditation app. And he says, you just need, I think it's him who says, you just need one good breath a day. Huh. I'm for that. Yeah. One good breath a day. I'm for that. And, and, and that is, you know, we saw that time and time again. Meditate, meditate, mm-hmm. meditate. And it doesn't have to, you don't have to be a yogi. It's literally, like you said, a minute or one good breath a day. Take one good breath a day. Just give your brain, your yeah. eyes, your everything is break. Okay, so here's what I find interesting is the creative rest. 
Yeah. Right. So the next kind of rest that Sandra talks about is creative rest. So if you are spending a lot of time solving problems, brainstorming new ideas, creating solutions, that uses a tremendous amount of energy. And I had not thought about this one before. I would have thought of that as mental. Yeah. No. Mental. Exactly. I think it's creative. And what I didn't realize was the solution to that is to inspire yourself, Mm -hmm. to fill yourself with inspiration, whether you are looking at a sunset, going for a walk, Mm -hmm. listening to music, looking at art, um, even, you know, listening to somebody talk who you find, you know, inspirational. Mm -hmm. Those things fill you back up so that you can do more of that creative It's like time with trees. Time with trees. It's like time with trees. You know, I have to say, I started carrying my phone again with my time with trees for one reason. Because I come up with so many brilliant ideas. You want to take notes. That I say, I have to, I take a note. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually speak it so I don't have to open my phone and and type it. But yeah, because I get so much creative energy just from that physical movement. Time with trees, moving. Yeah, Out in nature with that um, inspiration. Absolutely. So let's go to emotional rest. Okay. So this one for me, I do feel like I spend most of my days as the, you know, what is that called? The, the, um vessel to accept people's emotional energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because people are upset they're stressed they're worried they're concerned sometimes they're just curious sometimes Mm -hmm. they're just curious but there is this emotional energy that i spend um, on other people which i love i'm grateful to do it it's like it's your calling it's my calling it's my mission in the world all of that stuff but at the end of the day, I realize that I really want to tend to my feelings, mm-hmm. which maybe, you know, I might read a trashy novel. <laughs> I might take a long, hot bath. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, but I'm just aware that, OK, now I've tended to you. Now I'm tending to me. You know, the other suggestion she gives is to start to eliminate Mm. those pressures in your lives Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know if anyone's done this before i've had friends divorce me and i've had to divorce some friends too it hurts a little bit when it happens mm -hmm. to you but she's suggesting you know get really good at identifying the kind of people you want to surround yourself with and make sure that they lift you up or feed your soul instead of add to that emotional you are the six people you spend the most time with you are Mm -hmm. Mm, somebody Mm -hmm. i know said that before Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah uh, she also says if you need emotional rest, you probably have a social rest deficit too, which is really interesting. It like it it, it social social energy um, out means you need social rest, and some more than others. I feel like you're such you used to say you're a pathological extrovert. Is that what you say? Totally. I'm getting better as I as I, yeah, but I yeah definitely a pathological extrovert. I'm, and I'm the opposite. Like you when, are. There was an mm-hmm. episode long time ago where I copped to the um fact that when someone invites me to stuff my answer is almost oh, always maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. because i don't know if i'm going to be up for it or not and it, and and i don't want to show up if i'm not up for it because it sucks for everyone it should never cross my mind <laughs> it would just never cross my mind right i know but you have to but like, your point is though you know you want to surround yourself 
by positive people. Supportive people. Yeah. People who fill you with energy, who make you feel better after you've been around them as opposed to having the soul sucked out of your body. Yeah. So if you're at work and you got the soul sucked out of your body and you're working hard physically and you're working hard Mm -hmm. mentally and you're Mm -hmm. creative, you know, at the top of your creative game and there's a lot of sensory overload, I can see how a good night's sleep is not not going to cut it. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. It's not enough. You might be able to hobble back, but that's not what we want. We do not want you to hobble back. No. And if you're a mama, spring back. If you, (laughs) we do. And if you're a mama, or if you have a partner, or if you're in a group housing situation with a lot of people around, you know you there. Not group home. You might be in a group home, but what I meant to say is like a like you're living with. If you're living (laughs) with other humans. As most of us do. We, you ha- we have to build these other breaks mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. throughout the day, yeah. Yeah. after work, but even during work. Mm-hmm. The one thing that Sandra talks about that was a little bit hard for me to get a grip on, though, was the spiritual rest. I love rest. this so much. It was the spiritual I love this rest, so which is our final one. Like all the other ones, it was like, I got it. Time with trees, close my eyes, meditate, you know, whatever. Eat lunch without a screen, tell my kids. I, I tell you, one of the, my favorite things in the world, I've told you this before, is to tell my f- family, you need to stop talking to me right now. I need my own, my brain. I want my own, I want clean I just, the time. I just want to hear my own thoughts in I my own head my own and th- not yours. No, exactly. You keep your thoughts to stop yourself. Stop talking to me. I want to have my own brain for a while. Like I get, I get my brain for a while. So I get all of that. But the spiritual rest that Sandra talked about was just a little bit. So I, do you want to, you know, that's like my, that? you know, that's my thing, right? This whole spiritual thing. So the whole, I mean, like we talked about this in the beginning, like ease, meaning, and joy, and it's the meaning part. So I, I interpret this spiritual peace as the meaning part of your life and there are lots of things that can suck the meaning out of your life right yeah. for me it can be costco something as simple as going to costco it no, sucks don't my soul costco. i love the costco it does suck my soul out of my body <laughs> but there's like you know when you hold like a tragedy for somebody when somebody dies when somebody is suffering there's all of these things that can really just pull out your spiritual energy and the point is to have like this deep sense of belonging love acceptance purpose that's what we're going for and sometimes when you get whether it's a big thing like I just talked about like death or whether it's like somebody who just is a irritating to you yeah a drain a drain or Mm -hmm. you're really just if they pull that energy out of you and like when you feel like there is no purpose that's when your spiritual energy has been sucked out of you and so how do you renew from that okay so i think your time with trees yeah is spiritually renewing for you i think so too you connect with nature something bigger beauty yeah. Right. I'm at the beach too. water, anything water, around water, water for I'm, you too. I know I'm totally, could I be a mermaid please? You are like, if I could reincarnate myself, it would be as a mermaid. <laughs> um, honestly, with dipping out into a walk, I'll be candid. If I head out on a walk in the forest, it feels just as good to me as church. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um, I know people who, um, 
will like, whether it's water, whether it's going for a walk in the woods, whether it's church, whether it's like reading something that's inspirational, poetry. I have friends that are really into poetry. I have friends who paint, who I think find deep, deep spiritual meaning in in painting or art. Yep. And I also have people who find deep spiritual meaning in helping other people. They volunteer at the food bank. They, you know, whatever. So there are lots of ways to fill up that meaning in your life that you then get to go spend. And and when you explained that to me, that really did help me see sort of how to fill up that bucket or that mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. that spiritual renewal. Mm-hmm. And it is like it's engaging in something greater than yourself. Yeah. And and doing something that f- kind of connects the mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And so um, if somebody is able to do that on a regular basis and also recognize when what kinds of energy they're expelling mm-hmm. throughout the day and engage in the and, and engage in the activities to sort of rejuvenate the whole person, mm-hmm. the whole body, the mm-hmm. whole mind, the whole spirit, mm-hmm. and get a good night's sleep. Yeah. And do work that's meaningful and be able to you know, sort of show up for yourself and your whomever partner, family, work, you know, community. That is what that's being a whole human. That's being a whole human. One of the things that I've really noticed from a more practical perspective is that when I am not rested in any way, everything I do takes longer is not as good mm-hmm. it's not as good it's not as efficient it's not as crisp it's, it's not, not as fun it's not as fun and it is soul sucking yep and so i really do you know as i say i'm exploring this relationship with work and i am more and more scheduling those breaks just like you do with your lunch yep it is a break it's a break mm-hmm. you're being mindful about this and i think that's truly what we're asking our listeners to do schedule it prioritize it give it to yourself because that whole human that human who you know who Mm -hmm. needs the rest Mm -hmm. is going to be the better worker a better partner better community member a better Mm -hmm. mama a better whatever everything and and i think when we don't give ourselves the gift of this rest it's like we do violence to ourselves, right? <laughs> right. And Which, I, it sounds extreme, but I hear no, you. No, it is. Like, it sounds extreme. We do violence to ourselves when we do not rest ourselves. Yes. Like, it is like, it's awful yeah. to be so abusive yeah. that you don't give yourself the rest, the renewal, and the regeneration that you need to be stinking, you know, to get your joy, meaning, and ease on. And I'm going to say... It doesn't, it's not all the weekend. It's not just evenings and weekends. Mm -hmm. It's throughout the day. It is a way of life. It's a practice. Back to that statement that you made earlier in the show. It's like like yoga. yoga. But truly, this is a practice. And that's what, that's what, that's what fulfilling work, fulfilling life Life is. And maybe it's only the one minute that your Apple Watch triggered you to breathe. You know, scale it, start wherever you can. You know, maybe you take a four day silent retreat someday. I'll let you know how that goes. (laughs) But I recently went on vacation by myself. I've gone on several vacations alone by myself. But even just in 
I guess what the point of this is mm-hmm. back to that sort of original goal of yeah, doing what this is show, the point? It's not just because we need everyone knows we need to calm down and rest every once in a while, but really, really, the point of the show was so that our friends can consider how just consider how you use your energy all that goes out into the world all the amazing stuff that they create you do right all the great work all the great loving all the great relationships all the great conversations all the great stuff all the greatness all the giving yeah that there's something that then flows back into you design your rest accordingly yes Yes. design your rest accordingly thank you friend beautiful Just like you. Oh my goodness. Okay, so rest. Okay, so that I love it. I feel like I feel like we've said it. We said it. I think we've said yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, friends. Thank you so thank much you. for listening. Rest. Love yourself. Love you. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye. Karina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly, Karina Hoyer and Kirsten Barron. Find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our website, or email us at yougettowork at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 